I'm with Katie Croucher of the Quincy Public Library, and I'm very excited that this week with the new year, we are going to start having Katie on every week to promote and talk about things going on at the Quincy Public Library. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, for inviting me to be participant in this exciting venture. I am thrilled. You know, it's just something that we always feel there's more that people should know about what's going on at the library, and so this is going to be another great way for them to get that information. Well, um, having uh, you know, having had three children who I who would drag me to the library many times over the last few years, and going myself, and uh, I'm yeah, obviously a big a big fan of everything you guys do. I you know, some people think, well, we don't need libraries anymore. We got the internet. Well, we still need libraries. Yes, so, yes. There's so I'm much glad, more to it, and I'm glad that uh, we're going to do this every week and talk about all the great things going on at the Quincy Public Library. So the first thing is we're going to talk about a couple of books, though, that you're going to recommend. Yes. Um, what's the first one? Okay, so the first one that I'm starting out with, it really fits in with this new year um, kind of resolutions, new ways to keep ourselves healthy and balanced in the new year. This book is called, is called Mental Wellness, A Holistic Approach to Mental Health and Healing Natural Remedies, Foods, Lifestyle Strategies, and Therapies. Um, anyone that's familiar with publishing is going to recognize the DK logo. It used to be Dor Dorling Kindersley, but now it's just DK Publishing. They do such an incredible job with the research that they put out there, the ways that their books are put together, and just generally the information that they provide. This is a very well-balanced book. It starts off with just kind of that definition of what really we should be looking for when we're dealing with mental wellness. It's not just, you know, are we happy? Or are we satisfied? It really is a deeper full body experience. And so one of the things that they offer is kind of that tuning in idea, checking in with our symptoms. What are we actually feeling? What are we experiencing? And then using that to kind of guide you through some of the healing processes that they include, the therapies and the remedies and the practices that are included in the book, ways that you can increase the balance in your life, find a way to prevent stress from taking over, making you feel guilty or feel fatigued or whatever that symptom happens to be. So it goes through things like herbal remedies and aromatherapy, what foods and supplements, including some of the herbs um, and plants that you can use to help lift your mood or balance out your life. Movement and exercise, of course, so vitally important, but these are great easy beginner exercises that can be adapted no matter what your lifestyle currently is. Things like chair yoga or basic stretching, ways that you can just move into exercise slowly and carefully, of course, checking with your doctors and all of that, but nothing that's going to be high impact or high intensity. There are also a great list of therapeutic practices, things like spirituality or mindful meditation, breath work, massage, introductions to the idea of what these practices are, what they're intended use is, and then some, you know, little things, ways that you can incorporate it into your life. Also has some great recipes, ways that you can make, you know, essential oil blends or smoothies or snacks that you can use to really bring yourself out of some of these funks that happen if our mental wellness is subpar. Um, so again, just a really wonderful book, very well organized, great pictures, great impact um, as far as just the ways that you can introduce yourself to these practices and, you know, a, a way to move through 2022 and make yourself a more balanced human being. Well, after the last couple of years, Lord knows we need it. Yes, yes. <laughs> this now, is 
I'll this tell is you. also a great way um, to introduce a series that the library is going to be doing called Loving Yourself with help from QPL. And we are starting that off coming up in a couple of weeks with some meditation and chair yoga. So we'll have more about that next week. Will you be, and you'll be doing those at, those will be at sessions at the library then? Yes, those are going to be monthly sessions at the library on Monday evenings at 530. We also are going to be continuing to do our Monday movies on some of those Mondays. So check the library's calendar online at quincylibrary.org. All right, that's uh, that's excellent. And again, I think the you know reading you know when, when we all get in the new year and we make our resolutions that we're gonna you know lose weight, you know enjoy our free time more, do all these other things, um, you know to really take that time to to reflect is is very important. And uh, I think if you you know take a look at this book, uh, whether or any other books, because I'm sure the library has. <laughs> A gazillion of them for you to look at. Somewhere around 130,000 items. Yeah, so, you know, so, something you can pick from. Yeah, I think you'll find something there. It'll make you feel a little bit better. So uh, what's the other book you have? So the other one that I have actually is a way to introduce our book clubs to the listeners. We have four five book clubs at the library. The first one meets on Wednesday at 1.30, and we are discuss- discussing Clock Dance by Ann Tyler. She is a Pulitzer Prize winning novelist. Um, one of her movies, or one of her books was made into a movie. She, you know, so lots of really great um, novels by Ann Tyler herself. This one specifically follows the life of Willa. Um, the first half of the book, you're kind of jumping from important moment to important moment through her life. So starting out when she's about 11 years old in 1967 you know and she's dealing with you know her parents and they've kind of split up but not really her dad's a a good guy but he's very passive um, doesn't understand the energy that his that her mother has you know and so kind of trying to decide who which which side is she gonna is she gonna be on um, dealing with her little sister and problems at school and all of those things and then it jumps forward to when she is a college junior trying to decide is she going to get married is she going to finish college you know what what are her dreams and hopes as opposed to what the plans are that everyone else has for her and then it jumps ahead 20 years and it jumps ahead another 20 years and so you kind of see her always deflecting her own needs and wants and creativity for the needs of others, whether it's her parents or her husband or her children or whatever. And so then part two of the book, you're in 20, 2007, I think is, is the year that it kind of sticks with. And she is living with her second husband there in Arizona, which she's not really crazy about. She doesn't like to golf, but he loves to golf. So she kind of let that go. Um, just living there, just kind of floating, not really with a purpose. And she receives a phone call from one of her son's previous girlfriends who has had an accident and needs somebody to come and take care of her because she has a daughter and, you know, like all of these things. And so Willa just decides that she is going to go and do something for this family, even though there's no direct connection. And, you know, finally kind of make that break with what has been expected of her. So it's wonderful um, exploration of how she creates those new relationships with people halfway across the country, um, how she really uses what she already knows to decide this is not what she wants for the rest of her life. And, and really, again, kind of that New Year's resolution thing finds a way to, to make a clean discussion discovery of herself, a clean break from what has been expected of her and to be able to move forward with the rest of her life. So we'll be having that discussion on Wednesday at 1.30 at the library with our bookies discussion group. Again, Clock Dance by Ann Tyler. Just a really wonderful read for the beginning of the year. How many uh, people generally participate in the discussion? 
it kind of depends on which group you are attending. We have some that only have maybe four or five people that attend regularly. And then we have some that have maybe 10 or 12 that attend regularly. And we would love to see new people joining our book clubs. Of course, the last two years have been very difficult for people to be able to come and continue to participate. But, you know, if you're interested, come and visit one of the clubs, kind of get a feel for what they do, how their discussions run, what kinds of books we read. And, you know, if you decide to join or even if you just decide to drop in on us sometimes, all of that information can be found on our calendar online. Um, of course, library hours Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, Friday, Saturday, 9 to 5, closed on Sundays, correct? Correct. We are closed on Sundays. And again, I think, and, uh, you know, again, it's something that, uh, you know, I know uh, I'm sure over the last couple of weeks with school being out, you've uh, been kind of busy with uh, kids coming in and uh, moms and dads trying to find things for the kids to do because it's okay, you've had enough television, you've had enough (laughs) video games, let's try to read a book and get your mind in some sort of shape and prepare to go back to school. That was kind of always our routine was, okay, the last week or so, let's try to, let's try to read a little bit let's try to you know because of course you know having you know kids of, of this just last generation of course it was video games video games video games so yes much more screen based yes. than previous generations uh, in my you know i was always lucky because my kids were really into comics and uh because i was as a kid mm-hmm. and still i'm maybe a little bit and they would get a, <laughs> we rented a ton of uh, graphic novels checked out a ton of graphic novels oh, yes. at the library because they got a, they got a really good comic slash graphic novel selection there always have had and uh Yes, we're very lucky. We've had great support from donors, from our readers, from the the patrons that come into the library. That is a collection that we really can be proud of because it's not just, you know, what you would think of as traditional comic books. It really is classic items, biographies, nonfiction materials that are created in graphic novel form for people who are more interested in reading in that way. And I think that's fantastic. Um, also allows us to highlight things that are available on our ebook platforms, our audiobook platforms. We have digital magazines. We also have streaming music and movies that you can use with your library card. So, you know, that's, it's just a huge new world of things that are available to you without having physically to come into the building unless you need to. So you can go through on your website through your library card and, and go that way route as well. Yes. Huh? Well, that's yes. great. Lots of great ways for you to get that information and gain that access. Let's uh, talk a little bit about some of the things you have coming up uh, this week at the library. Yes, we have our Frosty the Snowman puppet show. That is this morning at 10 a.m. and also on Saturday at 10 a.m. On Thursday, we have baby time at 10 a.m. and our friends and family craft night on Thursday at 6 p.m. They're going to be making a snowflake wreath. Um, Again, on Saturday, we have our Frosty the Snowman puppet show. And on Monday, we have play date. We have such a great rotation of events on Monday. Mondays, you know, play date, process art, puppet show, dance party, you know, just all of those things. We've really tried to incorporate those evening events in on Mondays and Thursdays so that families that, you know, both parents work have that opportunity to come in and really engage with their kids there at the library. Is, is the library also open on like the holidays? Um, our holiday schedule is available online. We, of course, were closed Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Day. Um, I think our next day that we're closed is like the Friday before Easter. So <laughs> I'm talking about like, so like coming up with, you know, you have, uh, you know, Martin President's King day, day President's Day, all that stuff. Yes, so. we are open on all of those days, regular hours. But if you ever have a question about it, just give us a call and let we will let you know. 
Let's talk a little bit about the adult programs. Looks like uh, game night coming up tonight. Yes, 530. This is this is kind of a new event that we've added in the last few years. This is the new adult edition of game night. So really hoping to get some of those, you know, post-teenager, pre-family folks to come in. And this is a really open event. So if people want to learn how to play tabletop games or board games, or if you want to start new quests with any role-playing games, we really want it to be something that is is led by the people that are participating, the folks that are coming in. So that's at 5.30 this evening. We'll be in the small conference room. And that's the first Tuesday of every month. So if anyone would like to join in or wants to find out more, you can always contact the library. Um, I already kind of hit on the book clubs, but we do have four or five other book clubs that meet every month. So lots of great titles there. We'll talk about more of those next week. And then on this Saturday, Dr. Wendell Mauter, who is Professor Emeritus at QU, is doing a series for us about the Second World War. At two o'clock on Saturday in our large meeting room, he's going to be talking about life on the home front. And then each second Saturday through the month of April, we will be doing another series uh, or another presentation with Dr. Mauter about the Second World War. So you can always sign up online or you can just walk in. We usually have space for people for that. Well, again, I'm a I'm a big World War II history buff. That sounds that sounds great. So yes. again, lots of again, where there's always some if 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 you ever say you're bored or your kids are bored or what have you, just go to the library. You will find something. And it doesn't cost you anything. You're you know, you there's you know the, the the public library is is supported by uh, tax levies and and in fees and other things like that. But still, you can just go check out a book and and enjoy yourself, lose yourself in it like you're supposed to do. Well, and we tell folks, you know, you don't have to have a library card to come in and use the library. If you want to check something out, if you want to download something to your phone, yes, you do need to have a library card. But just come in and read the newspapers. Come in and look at the magazines. Um, You know, we have some patrons that just come in every day and they'll walk up and down the stacks, grab three or four books that interest them, and then just sit and read while they're there. You know, and of course, we are a warming center in the wintertime. We are a cooling center in the summertime. Um, Our water fountains are back open, public restrooms, things like that. Um, We do ask that you be courteous, and we are requiring everyone to still wear a mask while they come into the library, while they are there for any programs or events. Um, But, you know, it's just, it really is that space that can be considered a community area. It's, um, we've used the term third space. You know, you're not at work, you're not at home, but we are in that third space. And it really is something that if you just come in and start people watching, you know, and using the materials, you're going to find something of interest to you. And, uh, of course, if you're in one of the discussion groups, enjoy that. But if you're just sitting there reading, uh, as, as, we, uh, as you're supposed to do in a library, shh, keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's really fascinating because we do ask, be respectful, be courteous. Um, but, you know, we're, if you're laughing about something or you're having a conversation with a friend, as long as it's not obnoxious, we welcome that. We like to see that our patrons are interacting with each other, finding connections wherever those are possible, especially during this time, you know, with COVID the last couple of years and quarantining and people being so distant from each other, that personal interaction is vitally important and we appreciate it so much. Yeah, but don't tell me you haven't shushed anybody. Come oh, on. I have. <laughs> Actually, I, so funny story. <laughs> regular, You're a re- professional shusher. Regular patrons will understand this, but you know, it always makes me laugh so much harder when I have to tell adults not to run in the library. I have oh. I have had to do that multiple times. So, you know, oh. kids I can understand. Oh, yay, they're excited they're excited to be in the library, but every once in a while an adult will run through and I'm just like 
I'm pretty sure you're on your own schedule. You don't have to do that here. I so. remember. I think I remember one time years ago, my youngest Scott was running back to the kids section or whatever, and you, I remember you were there. And you like <laughs> said, "I'm like." You were like, okay, give me the okay side. So I was like going to grab it. So I was yeah. doing, I was being the, trying to be the good parent. He just got out of my grasp quickly because yes. he was so yes. excited to go get books. Yes. So. Well, and you know, the other thing we laugh about, and it's not funny when it's happening, but you know, the kids that are so excited to be at the library and the parent is like dragging them out yeah. and the child is screaming that they want to stay, they want to stay and keep playing or they want to stay and yep. choose more books. You know, that makes our hearts go pity pat. It makes us feel very, very happy that children children love the library so much. I always just tried to get a book myself and sit and okay, when you're done, you're done. I always yeah. tried, you always try to make that time available. Don't do it on a schedule. Don't say you have 20 minutes. Doesn't work. You're in there with your kids on a Saturday or whatever. Yeah. Let them, get let them have a fun. book. Get a, do you still have the comfy, you have comfy chairs? Oh yeah. Right? yeah oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Just well, and we've put yourself. the train tables back out. We've put the Lego tables back out. We have some more of those yeah. interactive toys. Um, something else that I forgot to put on my list today, but we do have a binder full. We call it the library of things. And if you have not explored this binder, you really need to do it. It includes things like our Wi-Fi um, hotspots that we have, the Roku machines that we have. Um, in the summertime, we put out our fishing poles so people can check those out. But we also have things like coding toys and iPads that the kids can work with if they don't have those at home. Um, also, you know, these we have field trip kits that were put together by the state library so you can explore what things were like in Lincoln's time or you can explore all of the pollinators of Illinois. Suitcases full of materials that can be checked out with your library card. You can either use them while you're there at the library or take them home and explore all of those resources at your leisure. Well, again, I want to thank you for taking the time to stop by. And I'm going to enjoy these visits every week or so. And uh, again, that's uh, Katie Croucher with the uh, Quincy Public Library with her weekly, our weekly segment. And again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for this opportunity. See you next week.